You're listening to... It doesn't matter what you think! The Sports Fellas Podcast. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is your boy, Andres. We are back. This is a special episode of the Sports Fellas. This is probably like the fifth or sixth special episode we had with the Super Bowl preview, with the MLB playoffs and everything. But I know this is not going to be a full episode, but we're going to treat it like one because it's a special episode. And today, along with my co-host, Eric. How you doing, sir? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? Doing great, man. I'm, I'm excited. It's the best time of the year for sports. I think you say that every every single episode that we had, that the fall time yeah. is the best time for sports. And uh, yeah, man, MLB playoffs are going on. NFL is seven weeks in. Looking looking crazy that it's already seven weeks in. I know. I, I hate it. I hate the thought that the season's already like this close to being like halfway over. It doesn't feel real. It feels like it just started. Yeah. The hurricane season is over, but I mean, the hoop team is about to get started. <laughs> Um, Texas lost. I'm sorry about that. Versus Oklahoma. There's... We do need to. Before we get into the main event of this, we do need to just touch on that Miami coach. I don't think, bro. There's nothing to touch upon. That was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. I think what pissed me off more was the fact that the video went viral of it happening five years prior, and he. In or yeah, dude. Like, I feel like. My junior high coach. When I feel like me playing Madden on my Game Boy at eight years old knew not to do that. Like it's it's just insane to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. But anyway. what are you gonna do, man? We'll, we'll be back next year. Yeah, just like you know. <laughs> but nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all mankind. We are 12 days away from the Ballon d'Or ceremony, and Eric and I had this idea of talking about all the candidates. So there's 30 candidates. We're going to talk about each of them. So we're going to go with um, Josco Guardiola, Jamal Musiala, Andre Onana, Kareem Benzema, Mohamed Salah, Bukayo Saka, Kevin De Bruyne, Jude Bellingham, Rondo Colo Mwani, Bernardo Silva, um, Cavaradona, Nicola Borella, Emiliano Martinez, Ruben Diaz, Erling Haaland, Martin Odegaard, Ilke Gundogan, Yassin Bono, Julian Alvarez, Vinicio Jr., Rodri, Antoine Griezmann, Lionel Messi, Lautaro Martinez, Robert Lewandowski, Kim Min Jae, Luka Modric, Kylian Mbappe, Victor Oshiman, and Harry, Harry Kane. I'm so happy for Harry Kane that he went to Bayern. Um, I feel like he was very under the radar and he's a very underrated player, but nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to it. First player on the list, we got Josko Wardiol. In my opinion, he was the best defender at the World Cup. He won the German Cup with Leipzig. Um, he played 42 games and he only scored three goals, but, you know, he's a defender. He scored the 1-0 for um, the bronze medal in the third place game where Croatia won 2-1 against Morocco. And they had a podium finish for the third time in the second consecutive World Cup. So prior to last World Cup and this World Cup that just happened, Croatia had only placed in the podium once. That was in 1998 when they finished third. And in the last two World Cups, they've obviously been able to play. So last World Cup, they were the runner-ups. This World Cup, they finished in third place. Um, Guardiola was the best defender for me at the World Cup, like I said. Um, it was funny because Guardiola said that after Messi um, rinsed him, he put his price down like $20 million, but he's killing it at uh, Manchester City, and I'm very happy for him. Very young. I think he's 20, 20 years old. But Eric, talk to us about the next candidate. So Musiala, uh, you know, a little Bayern boy. He's been uh, killing over there. Uh, he won the league with the game-winning goal versus Colón. Is that how you say it? Yeah, FC Cologne. Yeah. Yeah. These German names, you know, some of them be <laughs> catching me. Uh, team of the season, Bundesliga. He. He, he did have a good World Cup. 13 yeah. dribbles versus Costa Rica, second most in game ever. I don't even know if I watched that game, but I do remember on Twitter. So during the World Cup, I made sure I followed a ton of, you know, World, like people covering the World Cup and it's not a footy fan just so I could keep up with everything. And I remember people losing their mind about Musiala during 
everything that was going on. Like, he he had a really good World Cup. Um, finished with 16 goals and third assist, 13 assists last year. Uh, fifth in the league goals, third in assist. Third in assist, 13. Man, I, I think one thing that gets underrated is a lot of these goal scorers, you know, they put up a ton of goal scoring numbers, but I think having the mix of both, which is why I always, you know, people talk about Messi versus Ronaldo. They're just as good goal scoring wise, but Messi gets that edge because he's such a good playmaker for others. That's what Musiala was pretty much last year. He set up the rest and it helps having all those Bayern teammates, but he was so good at just setting up his teammates, whether it was with country or for club. He's I, it's funny because people treat the, the, football like it's basketball and they'll say oh well germany got group stage at the world cup but like i mean he didn't have a good world cup per se but against costa rica he was fantastic and i just don't think he can be like held accountable for that per se but i mean they did get group stage but yeah. obviously he's not going to be like a top five top ten candidate but moving on you got andre onana who's had a fantastic start to the season with manchester united no he has not um he won the italian cup and the italian super cup he was a runner-up in the champions league he actually kept a clean sheet in five out of the seven knockout games including both legs against ac milan in the in the semifinals um both round of 16 games and the first leg of the quarterfinals that inter milan played and he had 41 games played it, he you know i i feel like onana he was a dog but this year is just leaving a bad taste in my mouth still like i know it doesn't yeah, whatever oh dude he looks so rough for united what happened <laughs> What, what happened? People, people just put on the United kit and their attributes just go down like five levels, man. It's, it's yeah, terrible. He's, he's lucky this year doesn't count because yeah, looking <laughs> rough. Um, next up, we got Benzema. You know, your boy. Always, always balling out. Uh, what's the name of the club he's on now? Uh, I uh, all the, I can't, all something. All Itad, <laughs> I think. I think, it's, I think it's the one with the I. I all Itad, I think it is. Yeah. It, Itiad? Itiad, yeah. How are Itiad, you? Itiad, yeah. Um, again. Doesn't really matter, but 31 goals, six assists, won the European Super Cup, Club World Cup, Spanish Cup. I gotta ask, do you think the Club World Cup is the biggest tournament, or do you still think it's UEFA Champions? League? It's the Champions League, and the Club World be, Cup. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's easily the Champions League. Um, after the Champions League, it's the Copa Libertadores, which is the South American version of the Champions League. Um, the team that I root for actually plays in it in um three weeks. I'll remind you so you can watch that game because, bro, football in South America, it's literally like religion, like. The, like the stadiums are like 900 times better than than Europe. Like you can pull out. I would say the best stadiums are in Germany and Turkey. I would say, and um, honestly, in Spain, of course, Italy has good has good stadiums. But if you combine all of those and you put it up against like Argentina or Brazil, the stadiums are not better. Like the football in South America, it's disgusting. Like it's really, really, like really good. But yeah, that's what I always think about it. Like. I guess that would be the comparison. Like, those are, like, college football ones, and the others are, like, NFL ones. Like, college football is miles better than NFL stadiums and stuff. Bro, and that's college football gets loud. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think people realize this, but, like, football stadiums during the playoffs, like, some of them are really loud, and some of them are, like, it's not, It's like the regular season. You're like, okay. Yeah. Like, Lambo. It's weird. Like, home field loud. advantage is so weird in the NFL. It's either way up there. Like, whenever Seattle was during Legion of Boom, stuff, it was way up there. <laughs> Or it was in the gutter. And I will say that's one thing about footy that does have its benefit is even the, like, regular season games, people be going crazy. 
Yeah, I think it's funny because the Club World Cup, I saw a tweet last year that said people watch the Club World Cup to see if the Champions League winner actually loses instead of like rooting for them. 100%. Like, it's more embarrassing for them to lose than it is for them to win. Whenever Chelsea won in 2021, I could, I honestly didn't care at all if they won the Club World Cup. I was just so stressed we were going to lose. Like, losing is embarrassing and I was stressed about it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, to finish up on Benzema real quick, La Liga team of the season. Patrick versus Barcelona in the semi-Spanish Cup. He, uh, maximum assister in Real Madrid history? He became that this past That's year, bro. crazy, man. Yeah, like, yeah, how long is, how many years was he at? 14, since 09, 09, yeah, 14 years, bro. Um, Who did he pass up to get that? I think it was, I think it might have been Ronaldo. I, no, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm bugging. I'm not too positive. I think I think it was. It, it could have been Ronaldo, you know, probably. It, yeah, we put up numbers, but Bro. yeah, uh, great season by Benzema, your boy. Always there. I I gotta say, I'm not loving all the Saudi players. Bro, like it just so, sucks. We don't see them as often, and they're not in. I don't know. One of my favorite players, um, Riyad Mahrez. Like I loved watching him at City, and like now I don't know of him. So I was checking his stats the other day, and he has like six goals and four assists, and I'm like, dude. Like, and we don't even and also the Neymar news that sucks yeah I don't, I, we don't even got to talk about that too much but man I was heartbroken seeing him yeah, crying yeah. on the field and you bro like that's what I'm saying like South American qualifiers you're out there to die like I don't it's understand brutal. how people think it's like it's otherwise like yeah it, South American brutal. qualifiers are the hardest in the world but Darwin Nunes what a player <laughs> anyway what a player he's fantastic but Mohamed Salah man the face of Liverpool the face of um, football for a lot of Englishmen. 30 goals and 16 assists and it was considered a bad year for him. Um, obviously, Liverpool had a terrible year for their standards. They didn't make the Champions League and Klopp really didn't have it figured out to like the 18-19 match day. He scored his six consecutive UCL matches and he had nine goals and two assists against the Big Six. Like, a lot. It's funny because like, the big six is pretty much like the NBA playoffs. Like, okay, like the regular season is cool, but what can you do when the lights get bright? You know, and like every single big six matchup, whether it's Spurs, Liverpool, Spurs, Chelsea, Spurs, Man City, Man City, United, Man City, Chelsea, like everyone is tuned in. You know what I'm saying? Like you're scratching whatever you're doing that Saturday, that Sunday. If it's at the crack of dawn, obviously you're not watching unless, you know, you wake up at six, seven in the morning. But it's crazy how good Salah is against the big six. Like there's really no game that's too big for him. Monster. He, uh, that's what I saw people arguing about him, like, all time. Where does he rank as, like, a Premier League player all time? I saw people arguing. I I will put my hands up. I'm not too familiar with the history of everything. I started watching, I think, 2019. So I don't know the full history. But I saw people arguing, like, who's better, him or Hazard? Hazard? And um saw people arguing that. I, just based on my knowledge, I would think Salah. I think... This, it, this is a funny topic because people are going to call me biased because of Hazard. But, like, when it comes to Salah, right, he helped Liverpool the best run of their history. Mm. If it was – I'm not trying to use a hypothetical, but if this Liverpool team played in any other era, I'm talking about late 2000s, early 2010s, in the 90s, like, they would be considered the best Premier League team of all time. Because if you really think about it, the team with the most points as a runner-up was Liverpool two years ago and Liverpool – Four years of just they just are so unlucky and yeah 2019 because 2020 they won it 2021 was bad yeah and then 2022 yeah so 2022 2019 28 like bro this team has been fantastic ever since during club got there and you know last year like i said they did have a bad year but i don't think it's fair to compare hazard and salah because hazard did go a whole calendar year without scoring a goal you know and um obviously they won the title in 2015 i think 2017 
was the other year that Chelsea, yeah, 2017 was the other year that Chelsea won it. Wild Hazard were there. Because in 2013 was United, 14 was City, 15 was Chelsea, 16 was Leicester, 17 was Chelsea, 18 was City, 19 was City, 20 was Liverpool, 21 was City, 22 was City, 23 was City, yeah. So they won two league titles while Hazard was there, but like I said, this Liverpool team has the most points in Premier League history without winning the title, so I just, I don't know, man. Yeah, and I even saw someone retweeted, like, a a Liverpool tweet once, and I saw it, and again, it was, it was like, well, it was like right when I was getting into the sport, but it said... Out of their last 127 potential points they could have gotten, they had gotten 125. Meaning they yeah. won every game that's man and only drew one. The that one is, draw was against Man City, I believe. That is unheard of. Like that is that that sounds like if you told anyone that before it happened, they would laugh at you and be like, oh well, then that's the greatest team ever. But then it actually happens and people want to diminish it. It just kind of sucks, you know? Like yeah, it absolutely. is part of the era they played in. So it's yeah. tough. Yeah. Um anyway, next up. Bukayo Saka, uh, you know, star boy for little star London ri- rivals, Arsenal. You know, Arsenal have really turned it around. He had 15 goals, 11 assists. He had four games and three goals at the World Cup. A brace versus Iran, goal versus Senegal. He helped Arsenal really turn it around. He's kind of like people even talk about that. There was a video of them talking about, would you trade away Saka if, you, if it guaranteed a league title? Did and you see that video? That was honestly, I love that, bro. That that was dope to watch. Like, I, I know it's probably like jokes or anything, but I think that's awesome. Like how they like, he's that important to Arsenal that they wouldn't even trade a league title this year to get rid of him because he's that important. And they think he's going to be the one to lead them to multiple ones. Like, and I mean, Who's to say they're wrong? Because they look incredible since in the last like year and a half. They've looked yeah. like the second best team. Other I think it's funny team. because a lot of people did say that Arsenal was gonna fall off this year, like out of a sudden. But like that shit doesn't. I thought I thought they were gonna. I didn't think fall off. I still thought pick them to get top four. But I thought like third or fourth, they wouldn't compete for a title. They're they're still right there right now. Like they're putting up against anyone. Like if you match them up with any team in England right now, even Man City. They have a very good shot to win. That's how. Yeah, Arsenal just beat them too. Like, and, and everyone was going crazy. And it's crazy because I remember just two years ago, three years ago, people were calling for Arteta to be gone. And Bro, but that's the problem with around. like football fans today. They don't have patience. I mean, no patience at all. And I get, I, I get it. It's not like stuck. baseball. As an Arsenal team, you're expected to be at the top. But I mean, you can't expect them to come in, kind of not do an overhaul, but change a lot. And expect a success immediately. Like, kind of Chelsea situation right now. It's just not going to happen. A lot of changes are needed. It's going to take time. Take time for players to gel. For his, like, philosophies to get in there. And it's working. It's a good thing they stuck with him. Because Saka, I don't like Arsenal, but he's one of my favorite players to watch, honestly. He's yeah. And he's still fun. super, super young. Like, so young. Isn't he? How old is he? 20? I think it's 20. I think it's 20 or 21. I 21. I thought 21, but yeah. yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Next on the list. He had 10 goals and 31 assists. He obviously won the treble. He was the Premier League assist champion for the fourth time in his career. He had two goals and four assists in the knockout stage. He had that banger against Real Madrid in the semifinals. And then the round of 16, he had another goal. He was on Premier League and Champions League team of the season. But he did have a bad World Cup. So when it comes to okay, so when it comes to KDB, I'm trying to sound as blunt as possible, right? I think KDB is the best midfielder in the world, like no questions asked. But if you're the best midfielder in the world, how can you come out and say your national team is not good enough in the middle of a World Cup? Like, don't get me wrong. Like I said, he's the best midfielder in the world, whatever you want to call it, water to wine. But him coming out and saying that, I don't it was, know, man. It was a really bad look. Really I bad think, look. I thought it was a bad look. I think so, too. 
especially since he did play bad in the World Cup. Like, if he played, if he had, like, I don't know, let's say two goals, two assists, like, fine. But he really did not do Nathan. Like, what? whatever, man. Shout out KDB. He's obviously fantastic. <laughs> but the, the new fans need to calm, calm down a little bit with that problem. Yeah, he, uh... He's already very proven. He had a bad World Cup, like you said, but we know who KDB is. We know he's going to perform every year. Man City doesn't run like Man City does without him. Like, they'd still be great, obviously. Pep is still Pep. They still got great players surrounding him, but he is, like, the best player, the root of it. I know Holland maybe statistically had the better year, but if you go watch some of Holland's games, too, how many of them are easy looks or stuff getting set up perfectly? Partly because of KDB, because KDB draws so much attention and sets it up. He, he's just a brilliant player. You know, it's hard to it, – you can't overstate how good he is. It's a it's an unfair comparison, but it's literally like Kobe and Shaq. Like, every single time Shaq needed a pass in the, in the paint, boom, Kobe was right there. Perfect. Bro. Always was there. Um, next up, I guess now your boy Jude Bellingham. Uh, <laughs> now. I mean, I, I don't know how you felt about him at Dortmund. Oh, I, I love the kid. I knew, I knew, bro. Once we like, once there was a rumor that we were interested in him, I was like, I hope we pulled the trigger. But sorry, yeah, there was rumors for him for um, Liverpool too. Liverpool, and I was stressed about that. I was hoping he went to Real Madrid. I do not want him in the Premier League. And I mean, even right now, again, doesn't count. But he's crushing it with y'all. He's been yeah. phenomenal. Um, yeah. Last year, though, forty-two games, fourteen goals for Dortmund. Bundesliga Player of the Year at what twenty years old. 20 years old. Yeah, phenomenal. Uh, Goal versus Iran in the World Cup. You know, England in the World Cup, I was rooting hard against them, but they they performed okay. Like, bro, but if this team, I don't know if you saw the 11 from yesterday, if that team plays in the Euros, they should, hot take, they should win the Euros. They they have ridiculous talent. And the best thing about it is it's young, young talent, too. A lot of it is just young players. Like, I wasn't that high on him like a year-ish ago, but Declan Rice looks pretty damn solid. He's kind of inconsistent sometimes, but when he's on, he is on. And Jude Bellingham, he's just phenomenal. He won't just look at team of the season also. Like, he's just – the potential is all there, and he could – like, I don't want to overstate it again. I don't know y'all's history, obviously, as well, but, like, I feel like he could go down as a Real Madrid legend easily. He, like, he said yesterday that he wants to be here for the next 10 to 15 years. So. And he will go down as, as far as I know, my knowledge of y'all, as one of y'all's better players because he is, like, already at 20 years old, he's looking this good. I think he has, what, eight goals in eight games? That's I think, insane. I think he has 10 goals in 10 games, honestly. Like, insane. Hard to yeah. imagine. But listen to this. Jordan Pickford, Kyle Walker, John Stones, Harry Maguire, Kevin Trippier, Calvin Phillips, Declan Rice, Phil Foden, Jude Bellingham, Marcus Rashford, Harry Kane. I still didn't mention Trent Alexander-Arnold, who was, you know, finding his way back. You got Watkins. You got James Madison. You got Jack Grealish. I mean, I got to ask, who do you think is better? It's kind of a argument back and forth, but who do you think is better between Reese James and Arnold? I, uh, you know my I, answer. I, I gotta go. I gotta go. TAA man. TAA something, bro. TAA something else. Receiving is fantastic, but that injury prone stuff the last oh. year or so. But to be fair, TAA kind of had it too. Bro, TAA is bro. TAA is something else, man. Yeah, fair. Okay. Anyway, but this is uh the anti Messi favorite player, Randall Colomani. He had uh 46 games with 23 goals. He scored the second goal versus Morocco in the semis. He was second in the league with the 15 goals, but he actually scored the first goal in 10 of those games, and he was Bundesliga team of the season. And now that he was PSG, he's nowhere to be found. But obviously, this amounts for last year. 
it is a i mean it, it's interesting seeing a frankfurt player there because like they're not a huge no- known team they've been looking solid yes and no yes they've and been no. looking better in bundesliga and everything but like they're, they're still not a dortmund a bayern a psg they're but not they're always team. like up there in the bundesliga sure. like but you know what i mean it's a lot of and like you said it's kind of unfortunate he left and has been looking like how he has but early in the season long way to go i think he's suspended the next match actually yeah apparently yeah. but um <laughs> no last season he was phenomenal i mean 23 goals that alone is just insane. Um, yeah. I feel like, not to be biased again, but, like, Messi and Ronaldo put the standards so high that, like, Harry Kane scored 30 goals last season. It's like, that's it? Like, 30 goals? I know. That's what sucks <laughs> is, like, Harry Kane, it's kind of like the Liverpool thing. And another year, Harry Kane's year is outrageous. But because of Holland's year, with the goals scored, he scored, it's kind of, ah, you didn't do enough. Like, it's, it's yeah, it really sucks how that works. Yeah. Harry, Harry Kane has been, I, I'm a... I take a bow, man. I'm happy Harry Kane left Spurs. I didn't want him to go to Bayern, but I'm happy he left Spurs. Yeah, no kidding. Um, Bernardo Silva. Think about this guy with me, Silva. I feel like he's so much older than 29. Bro, he looks older than he's 29. Every and time I watch him play, I'm like, oh, this dude's 34. <laughs> no, he's 29, bro. He's, bro, I, I love that guy, man. When he was at Mon- bro, that Monaco had a super team when they beat um, Manchester City six years ago. Six years ago, 2017. They were fantastic. Was that his last year there? Yes, actually, coincidentally. Yeah, Yeah, uh, treble winner, seven goals, six assists, two goals versus Madrid, and an assist in the final. I don't think the two goals was necessary, but, you know. (laughs) No, but he was – bro, I feel like when it comes to these midfielders, right, it's so hard to judge them, but the new fan judges them based on goals. And I don't think you could judge Bernardo Silva, for example, based on goals. Like, he does so much more when you watch – And that's what makes it even crazier is, like, De Bruyne puts all KDB puts up all these stats and we're like yeah, we yeah, see yeah. what he does, but like Bernardo Silva, his stats will never look as good just because there's just not the player he is or how it works. But his impact, some games rivals KDB's. Like he, he some games is looks like their best player. It's crazy. Yeah. Like their midfield is ridiculous. Even with Foden, like pushing up, like bro. But Foden, it's funny because Foden just like fell off the map. What? Yeah. I don't I, know. Bro, what so Pep is so fire because like the eye that he has for talent, man. Like if he was to bench, it's just not gonna happen. If he was to bench Messi, you would be like, all right, like, like <laughs> you know what I mean. But like, oh, like, you would turn on Pep if that happened. Bro, don't look, even lie. Look at Raheem Sterling, right? Raheem Sterling was fantastic with right, Man City. He was like right. probably one of their Come best, on, better players, and now. Hey, he's looking pretty good this year, honestly. Oh, this year, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a long year, like I said. I don't know <laughs> you, how to pronounce you this guy's for the name. Fall off to happen? No, no, no. I, I love Sterling. He's very underrated right. player. But I don't yeah. know how to pronounce this guy's name, but Kavicha Kavarat. I'm gonna just go Kavarat down. I heard someone he's... say it. Vardish, Vard. I don't know. Yeah. Vardish. Yeah. Napoli. Napoli. He was the he was the Serie A MVP. He was um Serie A team of the season. He had the most assists in the Serie A. He was the Champions League Young Player of the Year. He had 14 goals and 14 assists, and he actually helped Napoli to win their first league title in 33 years. And not only that, but it wasn't close at all. Bro, that man. shit was over with weeks and weeks and like months think, left in the season. I it think like by January, everyone knew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I like he's he had such a good season 
that granted i don't know i'm not too familiar with him before this last season i don't know if he just had a breakout season or if he it was a slow growing thing but people at one point were calling him like a top five player in the world at that point which like, is ridiculous and a lot of people were calling him better than Vinicius too as well yeah no i don't agree with that yeah, yeah. but but it is incredible how much he led that team that napoli team they're so well-rounded though yeah, like yeah. they have a lot of talent, and he was kind of the face of it. I mean, he won. Well, him and Oshi, man, I feel like Oshi goes under the radar, but I think we'll talk about it later. But yeah, Oshi man was bro. When you score thirty-one goals in a season, I mean, you gotta be good, you know. So shout out to Victor Oshi man, man. He was very underrated, very under the radar. He got screwed over by Napoli fans, like on TikTok. I don't know if you saw that. That they were. Yeah, that was him. that was a weird situation. Very pathetic. Um, but yeah, about Kavisha. Uh, Visha, is that what just what we're gonna call? Him? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he uh one thing I do like is I know there were some people calling Napoli trying to get him, and he's still there. I like how he stayed. I mean, I obviously would like the best players to come to Chelsea, best players to do that, but I like loyalty seeing people stay. Like, I love one one of my favorite players right now is Rafael Liao. Liao, 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 Liao. Yeah, that's what I thought. I heard someone corrected me once at work, and I no. was confused. Liao. Um I like how he stayed with AC Milan. I know there's still some talks about him leaving, but he signed a new contract. He seems locked in with them. And I don't know. I like I, I like loyalty in sports, and it's cool to see it still in soccer where players typically just go for the bigger club, which I don't blame them at all. I mean, more power. I just you. feel like, not 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 to be biased, because obviously you're a Chelsea fan, but I just feel like Premier League fans, they're entitled. And no, I, I Every fully single agree. player has to go agree. to the Premier League. Like, people are talking about, oh, Jude Bellingham has to be a Liverpool player one day. Like, bro, no, he does not. He plays for the best team in the world, best team in the history of the sport. Like, he's he's happy. We're happy. Like, that's it. Yeah, and that's what, that's why Premier League fans get so mad, even when people choose, like, PSG over them. They're like, why would they choose a, a League One team over Because PSG are a great club. Bayern are a great club. Like, Harry Kane leaving the Premier League to go there, which I do. <laughs> we can talk about Harry Kane later. But... I don't know. I, I like loyalty. I like seeing him stay there. I like seeing Liao stay in Ace Milan. Like, I don't know. Loyalty. I, I like seeing loyalty be rewarded and them getting a bigger contract and stuff like that. We'll see, we'll see what happens with Liao. He's still super young, so I'm sure when, yeah. he, hit, when he hits 26, 27, I'm sure he'll, he'll want to leave. You go, yeah. Oh, we've been going back and forth so much. I, I don't know. We've been touching base so much. Nah, you're good. <laughs> Sorry. Um, who's up next? Barrera? Barrera? Nic- Is that how you say it? Nicolo Barella. Bro, he's, Barella. he's a player um, that I want at Real Madrid so bad. Not gonna lie. But... Oh, here we go. Back to he's going to the big. No, but I'm being, I'm being serious. <laughs> well, also, you you don't like Inter. So, yeah, that, that's it. That stealing helps. him from Inter would be huge for y'all. Uh, Italian Super Cup. Coppa, Coppa, or Coppa? Coppa, yeah, Coppa. Coppa, Italia winner. Uh, they made the, I don't know how they made the final style. That's still crazy. Because I'm that shit was rigged, man. You had <laughs> all the super, you had all the powerhouses on one side of the bracket. On the other side, you had all the new teams. And you, bro, we know that shit was rigged, man. Anyway, we got, it, it was. That anyway. pissed me off when we saw the knockout. But he won best midfielder for the year of Syria, which Syria. I don't want to say they're a stepping stone for talent, but they do have a lot of young talent. The like, stepping like, stones for talent is like Germany, yeah, it Portugal. Has to be Bundesliga. It, it's not even just Bundesliga. France. It is old. It feels like it's half Dortmund and Bayer Leverkusen and RB Leipzig. It's like those three mainly. It feels like, and then Bayern just swoops them and then they win the league again and again. And again. Which 
It would, bro, it would be funny if Bayern doesn't win the league this year. Like, I don't know. With Harry Kane, I'm begging for it to happen. And yeah. that's I just want to see the clicks, to touch on man. Harry Kane is about how Tottenham look better than they have in years. Anyway, we'll get to that. But, yeah, um, but Mr. Yeah. Emiliano Martinez, World Cup winner, Golden Glove at the World Cup. Um, he helped us to be a, finish seventh, and they're actually playing Europa League for the first time since 2011. And I don't know why everyone has an agenda against Emiliano Martinez, maybe because they won the World Cup and everything, but whatever man i know a lot of people talk about how he just doesn't seem like a likable guy but i think that's kind of weird thing to say i don't know bro they don't know these players that's what i'm saying like i I don't know i've seen people like oh he's such a dick well you don't know him because he does a couple things maybe that you might annoy you you don't like you don't know the guy i'm sorry if they change the rules for you you gotta be good at the sport like yeah and also i'm sorry my best my favorite player in nba is chris ball he's done a lot of shitty things still like him i don't know the dude so i'm not gonna sit there and say he's a horrible person he's a phenomenal person you don't know these people these relationships player people develop with their athletes who they've never met is so weird to me <sighs> whatever man but Seriously. incredible uh world cup for him he was i uh, for aston villa he helped them a shit ton bro he time. had like that's there was like a 13, 13 game span where he had like 11 clean sheets like he was phenomenal yeah um Another Man City player, Ruben Diaz. <laughs> Sick of talking about them, but they have so many players on here. Treble winner, team of the season for Champions League and Premier League. Um, I feel like the thing about him is he's just Mr. Consistent. He just, every time I watch them, he looks like he's just kind of like a brick wall. Like, I, I again, I kind of started watching late whenever Virgil, uh, whenever VVD was like best in his prime and stuff. Yeah, best center back in the world. And I feel like I watch Ruben Diaz, and I'm just like, he, every, again, like I said, I started watching VVD probably later into whenever he was already not as good. But Ruben Diaz, a lot of times, looks just as good, if not better, than VVD. Nah, but VVD in 2019, man. See, that's right. Was, I can't say. I, I only watched, like, nah, nah, in, I know, in, in I know. 2019. But, but 2019, bro, VVD was. Yeah, did you say something about him? Like, Messi was the only one that caused him any trouble? Yeah, and it was funny because um, when Liverpool were playing Barcelona, VVD was calling for like a double team, as the NBA fans love it. Like he was defending Messi, and like you could see there's a video of him like pointing to like yeah. like help him out and stuff. But now VVD himself said that um, that Messi deserved the ball in the War in 2019, which is funny to even say. But who won that year? Messi did. Okay. Messi did because and Netherlands won the Nations League, Liverpool won the Champions League, the league, the Super Cup, I think the Club World Cup, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but um yeah he came out and said he was like listen like i would have given the award to to messi myself and it was funny because that year ronaldo actually finished top three and he finished third so the voters like messi beat him with 686 votes and bbd had 649 so actually portugal won the nation's league that year so they gave some of the votes to ronaldo and stuff so a lot of people are saying well that's the reason messi won but hey still counts yeah. equally all right, I'm going to cut you off. I'm doing back-to-back. You can talk about Messi. I'm talking about Holland, all right? <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Yeah. I prepared myself. I was like, me and you have argued about this a lot. And we'll find ahead. out in a bit how we both have it. Yours is pretty obvious, I think. <laughs> but Holland. What more could we say about What was that this? one clip? Yeah, what more could you say about season? Yeah, what was that one clip of that one guy who said he's going to be the flop of the Premier League? He's not going to have near as many... Like, he, he said it will be a good season if he has, like, 15 goals. He more than doubled that. He shattered the record. Treble winner. Golden shoe in Europe. Premier League player of the year, easily. I don't think it was really close either. I don't know. Premier League golden boot. Premier League golden boot. 
52 goals and nine assists. Like, again, we can always knock the playmaking. He, he might not have the playmaking of like Messi or other great strikers or other great forwards. But 52 goals, when you're that good at scoring goals, it's hard to really argue. And I know one thing you can knock him for is a lot of those are easy chip-ins. But he's always in the right position. And that's one thing you have to give him. Positioning, I think, is very underrated because you watch someone, they could have just as many opportunities if they're positioning, or maybe not just as many. That's maybe a little crazy because it is Man City in him. But positioning matters because, like, I'll watch Nico Jackson, for example, on Chelsea. I feel like he gets a lot of opportunities, but he can have so many more and so many opportunities if his position was better, if he made the run slightly earlier, if he cut inside instead of staying straight, like different things like that. Holland does those things though, and that's why he's always in that position. Like he, he what do they call him? Robot? Like he's just a robot, pretty much. Like cyborg, yeah, yeah. Cyborg. He's he's just, you know. I feel like it's a safe bet to bet he's gonna score a goal almost every game. Again, we don't bet, we don't gamble here in sports, bro, but. but- but for the He's FPL, crazy. for FPL, he hasn't been like up to his standards, which is funny. But to say. that's like, still what's crazy is you have to have him on your team. If you don't have him on your team, you're gonna fall behind. I've kept in Salah the last three or four weeks, and it's paid off because he's been ridiculous. Yeah, I I think I put him on my team or else I or I did for a wild person, but like. Holland, I think he's owned by like 96% of players or something. I don't know. If, I've only played for, I think, two years. I've never seen I, Like, that's unheard of, it feels like. like. And he's, what, 14 million? Which is- Bro, but imagine like football, like fantasy football was like fantasy Premier League. It would be like Mahomes would be pretty high bot. Like Tyreek Hill would be pretty high bot. But I still, there's not a player I don't think that would be 96% bot. It's crazy to think about it. Yeah, he's incredible season. I just had to take over for him real quick because I'll let you get messy, but because yeah. you're gonna go on for 20 minutes about messy. But Holland, incredible season, uh, and that blonde hair, man. What, what else can you say? Absolutely, Martin Odegaard, 15 goals, nine assists, team of the season. Um, he got, he helped Arsenal get Champions League for the first time since 2017. Obviously, we know that. Um, just going down the list, Gundogan, treble winner, 11 goals, six assists. He had a brace in the FA Cup final. Yassine Bono, bro. An African nation reached the semifinals of a World Cup. Yeah, I uh, I wasn't even really familiar with him, but I watched La Liga religiously, so like yeah, he showed out. It was crazy. He was he was something else. Yeah, I'm, I'm. It was crazy because like like when we lost, dude, I was so like I was, I was you know when your sports team loses that you just laugh. You're like not even sad. Yeah. You're just like whatever, man. Like. That was pretty good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Julian Alvarez, 49 games, 17 goals. Even with Holland being crazy like that, he still scored 17 goals. Second leading goal score for them. Uh, Treble, obviously, another Man City guy. World Cup winner. Uh, shout out Argentina. They went crazy. A lot of talent on that team. A lot of young talent, too. Uh, they, that's the good thing about them is they're a mix of vets and young guys. So, yeah. it's good to see. Scored a brace in the semifinals. Youngest player to do so since Pele. Incredible season for him. That's a, that's a crazy list to be on. Yep. And you got Vinicius. He had 24 goals and 23 assists. Um, Super Cup, Club World Cup, Copa del Rey winner, La Liga team of the season, Champions League team of the season. And in the Champions League knockout stage, we scored 11 goals. And Vinicius was directly responsible for seven of them, including the goal he scored against um, Man City in the semifinals. Obviously, ended up in the two that he had against Liverpool. But... Vinicius is that guy. Vinicius is that guy. You just he's, he's top five in the world. You, you, I'm sorry. You gotta love him. He's just so much fun to watch. I mean, 24 goals and 23 assists is insane. 
He's top five in the world. Don't yeah, care. Yeah, I agree. And another Man City player for you to read off of, Eric. <laughs> oh, great. I get to do this one. Rodri. Uh, their midfield, their team is just stacked. Treble winner, Nations League winner, player of the tournament, Nations League. Like, he's just team of the season, Premier League. He, he was just incredible. Champions League player of the season, which... I don't know, man. That their team, there's so many different players where half the squad could be having an off match, and then the other half is gonna be playing like the best player at their position in the world. Like they're just they're so stacked. It's crazy. Shout so out, Rodri. So you're saying that there's times where Holland's not the best. Yep, player I knew that was coming. Team. Next, Anton Griezmann. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Anton Griezmann. Anton Griezmann is a funny player because He's very underrated, but in some scenarios he could be overrated. But I'm not gonna be a hater. I'm gonna say he's underrated. Um, La Liga team of the season. Obviously, he was the man of the match in the World Cup semis against Morocco. 16 goals, 18 assists. A lot of people were argue that he was the best player leading to the World Cup final. But I don't know if I would sip the hatery that far. And next we have Lionel. No, I, mean, I can't call him that. Lionel Andres Messi Cutitini. <laughs> World Cup winner, World Cup player of the tournament, World Cup Silver Bowl. League winner, French Super Cup winner, French Super Cup man of the match, 41 goals, 26 assists, man of the match in every knockout game at the World Cup, and a goal in every single knockout game at the World Cup. I could go here on a rant, but we'll continue that later. Um, Lautaro Martinez, World Cup winner, 29 goals, 11 assists. He won the Super Cup of Italy and the Coppa Italia with um, Inter Milan. And Inter Milan made the Champions League final, as Eric alluded to, for the first time in 13 years when they did win it 2-0 against Bayern. And this next player, Eric, very interesting because we did talk about Bayern earlier. And this player left Bayern for Barcelona at the age of 33. What does that say? That's weird. That's what, I don't know, Levin, the thing about Barcelona is I feel like they do target a lot of younger guys because they, they're they one of those teams that, like, stepping stone teams, players go to Barcelona. But Lewandowski at 33 went there, still putting up numbers, like, He's, I don't know, man. It, it, it's very fascinating to watch him. Um, who do you think is better right now between him and Harry Kane? Because I saw some. I knew that there. question was. Coming. Yeah, I just gotta ask. You have to ask. <laughs> I it, knew it, that it, question. It's it's oh. a good it's a good debate though. It's I, good I feel like that. I feel like it's a good debate. I'm taking like... Lewandowski. I'm taking Lewandowski. I gotta be honest. I it might be a little hater for the Tottenham boy over there. I think in, I think you gotta look at Harry Kane in four years when he's 34. But I think it's that's Lewandowski fair. too. I think that's okay. the last game, that's but fair. he did win the Pichichi Trophy without a single penalty. Yeah, I don't even know what Pichichi is. What is that? It's I, the, I it's saw the, that in your notes. It's the maximum goal scorer in Spain. Interesting. I never knew that. Why is, it, what, is that named after a player? Yes, sir. Pichichi. Pichichi. Oh. Yeah. Shout out Lewandowski. Legend. Absolute legend. 35 goals and 9 assists. It was should have won a Ballon d'Or before, but we don't have to. We'll uh, we'll uh, stay away. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't think that. I don't think that. Anyway, go ahead. Anyways, Min <laughs> Jan, Kim Min Jay. Excuse me. He was the best defender in the Serie A, bro. He was. When I saw Bayern signed him, I, I. He was Serie A team of the season as well. He was a league winner for Napoli for the first time in 33 years, and. Fun fact, Napoli only received 28 goals in the league last year. It was it was their year that we alluded to. Yeah, they, um, they ran through everyone. Luka Modric, bronze medal from Croatia, as I stated before. It's the third time they podium. Um, he won the Spanish Cup, the UEFA Super Cup, the Club World Cup. He was a runner-up in the UEFA Nations League where they lost to Spain, and he was team of the season for La Liga. And this next player, Mr. 
Kylian Mbappe. I just got to ask before we go any further. We're got, we don't have to touch too much on him right now because we'll talk about him whenever we're doing our top five more. Do you think he's the best player in the world right now? Or do you think it's still messy? Because I feel like it has to be between them two right now. That's just my opinion. No, I don't think he's the best player in the world. You think he's still I messy? feel like... I feel like this is a terrible comparison because Giannis and Jokic have been the best players in the world for, let's see, 2020, 2021, 2022, 2022, 2022, 2022, 2022, 2022, 2022, 2022, 2022, 2022, 2022, 2022, 2022, 2022, 2022, 2022, 2022, 2022, 2022, 2022, LeBron, Giannis, Jokic these past two years, so like, or this year, excuse me. So with Messi, since 2009, like, he really has been the best player in the world, despite not winning the Ballon d'Or, excuse me, some years. But he's got to win one soon, right? Like, when it, Messi is gone, probably it has to be his. I feel like it's confusing to say because he's 25, right? He's turning 25 in December. He's still in League One. PSG is never going to win a Champions League. Like, this, this, this is not me being a hater. They're never going to win a Champions League. Like, what are you doing? And I get it. I know we, we talked about, like, um, um, Premier League fans feeling entitled. But, bro, there's no need to play a PSG at 25, man. I know. You're the leading goal scorer. You got them to a final or got them because Neymar was a better player on that team. Um, they just don't have it. He, he better go to Real Madrid soon, man. Like, I'm not, I don't even care that much about Real Madrid. But he has to go there. Like... Please get out of PSG. Everyone's so sick and tired of it. Just Everyone. Get on, move on, bro. And yeah, I hate all the drama that surrounds it every time. Just make your decision and go. And if you're staying, stay. If you're going, go. Just do it. Hurry up. I, we I know agree. you want to go. Like we Literally. know. He's he's a masochist. It's, yeah. it's that. Anyway. But he was. And Mbappe last year was fantastic, man. Like, yeah. 50 goals, 12 assists. They won the league. He was League One Player of the Year, Team of the Season. He won the Golden Boot at the World Cup. He won the Silver Bowl at the World Cup. He was League One Top Goal Scorer. And, bro, let me let me tell you something, Eric. In the last seven World Cups, France has played the final in four of them. Yeah, and whether that stat that was, like, going around, like, oh, the team that won the World Cup this year, this is how early they went out. The team that won the World Cup this year, this is how, they broke it, finally. They, they did break it. And they, they broke were it, like, great. Bro, like, four of the last seven World Cup finals has been with France. And they just spit out time. I don't know if they have as much young talent as some other countries. No, they, I think they do. But like, I, these I players still, were I that still, young talent years ago. But I, I still think I would take, like, a couple other countries. Like, I think, would you argue Spain has more young talent than France or not? Right now, I would say no. But midfielders, really? midfielder, yeah, midfielder, midfielder, midfielders, yes. Okay, midfielders, I guess that's the main, like. I think France won the U. 19 or the U17 World oh. Cup in like 2013, if I'm not mistaken. Well, don't quote me. I think it might have been I, that. Yeah, I, and all of these players, like they were part of that team. And but, they're coming up now. Yeah. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Next on the list, he was redonkulous. He was redonkulous. If it felt like every single week, this man was scoring. Victor Oshiman, 31 <sighs> goals, five assists. He helped Napoli win their first league title in 33 years. He was the maximum goal scorer in Italy, best striker in the Serie A, and he made Serie A team of the season. And last but not least, I'll leave it to you, your favorite player. Harry freaking Kane. Um, Harry Kane. What else is there? I mean, we already kind of touched on him earlier multiple times. I'm, I'm, he, like I said, what a guy. He had an incredible season, and it's just unfortunate. Like, I, I don't really hate Harry Kane. I, 
kind of just joking, but he, it sucks because he had an incredible season. It just got overshadowed by Holland having that good, but it shouldn't go without being talked about because he was still, I don't know if that was a double negative, that might have been wrong. He was still <laughs> incredible. <laughs> he was still incredible. 32 goals and five assists, Premier League team of the season. Most years, probably would have been Premier League player of the year if it wasn't for Holland. KDB, it's yeah. KDB, Rodri, Holland, you know, but like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So pretty much if Man City didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, literally. But yeah, that's all the contestants. That's all 30 um, or contestants, nominees. You want to start off with your top five or you want, you got anything else you want to say before we get into it? No, you get to go straight into it. You can, you can start. You can no, start no, no, no. You start. You start. You start. I want to hear. Here's my thing. Here's my thoughts on this before you get in. I think you might disagree in this. No what way, we're about man. to find out. I think the top three is obvious. And no. I and you don't? I don't think it's obvious. Oh, I feel I, like it's going to be different for both of us. Really? Okay, then I'm curious where you have. Okay, the top two have. No, I no, know where it's you not have. Obvious. I know. You're a little. Oh, shit. <laughs> go first. Go first. Go first. All right. Serious. All right. All right. Number five, we got Kevin De Bruyne. Okay. For obvious reasons. Like I said, they won the treble. He did get stuffed off in the final. I just don't think it's, it's fair to him to judge him for that. But two Champions League finals, and he hasn't played in either of them, sadly. Um, I know he's hurting. Um, but he does deserve to play in the Champions League final in the future, hopefully, maybe. Um, yeah, I guess we the World Cup is understated, man. They got group stage. I'm sorry, you no. can't come out and say you're mediocre. I'm sorry, I that's agree. Gotta hurt and you. that's why I really wanted to have him fourth. I also have him fifth because ah. you you kind of opened my eyes to it, bro. It's the World, the World Cup, Cup is man. so important. You can't just it's the World Cup. Like, we know he's the best midfielder in the world. We know how good he is, how great. But when the biggest tournament came, that's what they did. And then he says that. Like, it's, it's just hard to overlook. Before Messi so, 3, by the way. Like, so, like, would you argue he's closer to being 4th or 6th, though? I would, I would say 4th. I, I would, would say 4th, yeah. Okay. 6th six, six is, like, I think there's to my I head. Gun to my head, 6th is, like, Vinicius, Julian Alvarez, Lautaro. I would probably say that's the top seven. Oshi Man has a case. I don't know if the top seven, but I think that would be the my seven. Number four. You could say it. No, you go ahead. No, it might, I, I, I think ours might be different. I think ours might be different. I know exactly. <laughs> Who's your number? Mine's actually Vinicius. <laughs> oh. I I the more I I think my thing is the more I did research and watch them because but. Like I, I told Andres off camera, I didn't take a lunch today. Instead, I just sat there doing research for this. And this is more important than your lunch. No offense. Facts. <laughs> Who needs to eat, right? Um, oh, Vinicius was the more I did year. research on Vinicius, and the more I watched stuff of him. His season, I feel like it's just that incredible. Like that's why I was between having KDB fourth, fifth, which must mean, unless I'm tripping, you have someone in your top five that I don't. Must exactly. be by that logic. Yeah. But I just think <laughs> it just. His season was incredible. He was so good for uh, for Real Madrid. He was so good Champions League. I thought he was so good. Like every, he was great in every competition. I thought. I just I had to have him top five, and I was debating between fifth or fourth. I'm shocked. That was my debate for. Fifth I'm or shocked six. you don't have him top five, honestly. Yeah, that, but that was my debate because I, but I did want to put KDB six. It just didn't look right to me. You yeah, know what I mean? that's fair. See, that's uh, I would argue. If that is the case, actually, say your third real quick. I'm curious. Or no, fourth. Sorry, say your fourth real quick. Rodri. 
That's no, see, I gotta put Vinicius over him. I have to. Number four and me. part of my reason for having Vinicius over him, because he's probably my sixth. But part of my reason for having Vinicius over him is I think Man City is just so OP, bro. It, it, it bro, but we we won the Nations League, and it was he was the man of the match in the final. He was fantastic in the semifinals. I just I just don't think that he's my six. So I'm not gonna act like that's crazy. Obviously, uh, Roger is right. He was incredible. Yeah, but... they, they won the treble. He was the man of the match in the Champions League final. He was the man of the match in the UEFA Nations League um, final. I think this season people started to realize who he is as a as a as a <clears throat> excuse me as a number six on the midfield. He was already getting shouts like that he was better than Busquets. Like that's how fantastic he was in like those last I would say ten games of the season. And he you was mean the Inter Miami legend. Sorry, sorry, go, my bad. Um, anyway, <laughs> do you want to go third first now? Number three. Which, this is about to piss me off. I know who's coming. I know who's coming. Number three is Erling Haaland for me. That's crazy, but fair. It's 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 a it's a controversial topic, but I do have to stay on brand because the World Cup is more important than the club. And obviously, everyone knows who, who my top two is at that point. But Erling Haaland, fantastic year. Like I said, um, I just don't. There's a there's a there's an award for most goals, and it's the Golden Boot in the European Golden Boot. But for best player, there's another award, which is the Ballon d'Or. And not to be an asshole or biased, but it would have been a crime if Haaland won the Ballon d'Or over. Lionel Messi. So, number three, Erling Haaland. Number two, Kylian Mbappe. And Kylian Mbappe in the World Cup final, he was non-existent for 80 minutes. And we got to call a spade a spade. Like, I know a lot of people on Twitter like to go viral saying that he outplayed Messi, that he was the best player on the pitch. Yeah, you can't underlook a, a, a World Cup hat-trick final. But if Argentina had won 3-2 in 90 minutes and Messi scored that goal against Loris, would we be saying that Mbappe had an on-time final? Or would we be saying that but he scores? Here's my thoughts on that, though. Like, Hold here's on. Where I, here's where I disagree with you. Okay, good, good. Hold on. Let me finish. From minute 80 to minute 120, I was sweating. I was crying. My heart might have skipped a beat because he was ridiculous. There is no question about it. From minute 80 to minute 120, he was fantastic. From minute 1 to minute 80, he was non-existent. Non-existent of no, 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 no. Bro, I rewatched the game two weeks ago. I promise you, I have it recorded. I will send the game to you. <laughs> From minute one to minute 80, he had his first shot of the game was at the 80th minute, which was the – he had a, a ball go over the bar, and then two minutes later, he had the, the, the first penalty. Now, what were you going to say? Sorry. My thoughts on that is – and maybe – I know you disagree with this because I think we've talked about it before, or even you, your opinion on this right now says it. I think if you are invisible for one through 80, but you're godlike, which he was for the final 40, all is forgiven, in my opinion. I That's just how I see it. Like, if you are the reason if the game even went to that point, all is forgiven for me. The first goal, okay, but the first goal, he wasn't involved because it was, um, Colomani. The second goal was absolute banger, probably top ten World Cup final goals ever. And the third one, he did stand it up because um, he was the one that shot the ball. Like, like, and then he had that opportunity in the last, I don't know, uh, oh my, ten God, seconds of the game. Like, he was, like I said, he was fantastic. Don't get me wrong, and but I feel like an unfair comparison 
not to be not to bring up that that peach ball sport but like when people say oh you were asked in the first three quarters but in the fourth quarter in ot you had 25 points like obviously they're gonna be like oh he had a fantastic game but does it reach ot if he's existent in the first i don't know let's say three quarters or whatever and stuff like See, I, listen and i'm not trying to argument, diminish what he did in the world cup final but, sure, but Patrick, my argument would be if you put up like let's say james harden for example because just he's the first player that came to mind, honestly. <laughs> um, let's say for the first three quarters, he puts up six points. But if in that fourth quarter, he puts up 40 points, which might be a little exaggeration, 30 points, and sends the game to overtime, I forgive him for those first three quarters. That's just okay. how I feel. Okay, now let me flip the script. In the Go 2017 ahead. finals, right, the Cavs got gentlemen swept. And a lot of people said that LeBron averaged a triple-double. If you look at the stats... In the first two quarters, he was fantastic. In the last two quarters, he was pitiful. But they still praised him for his performance because he averaged a triple-double. He averaged 30 points per game. Like, But that's part of my point is I think being showing up late is more important than showing up I early. feel like, yeah, like like I said, like I said, all-time performance from yeah, minute fair. 80 to 120. And, like, I'm really not trying to sip, like, the hater. Like, he was fantastic, you know? And... A lot of people are have been asking me if France won the World Cup, do I believe Mbappe should have won the Ballon d'Or? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I, I'll just say real quick, my number three is Mbappe, and for the same reason, I'm not gonna say my number two yet. But I actually, I get kind of have to say my number two to make this point. <laughs> I'm gonna be two just main things. Every, two main things stick man. out to me. One, my number two is Holland. I had. I, the more I looked into it, I have to have Messi as the winner. I just have to. I know. I'm on the dark side. You, you got me. But my main thing is, Holland, I, I I, can't help but penalize him for playing in League One. I'm sorry. I don't care what anyone says. Holland doing it in the Premier League and Messi doing it, like, pretty much anywhere Messi goes, he's going to do it. So that doesn't even really matter. But, and I'm sure Holland will too, but he hasn't proven it yet. Like, we got to see him do that. And... My reasoning for Holland being two, we already talked a lot about Mbappe, so I, he's my third. My reason for Holland not winning, which I've been, me and you have argued about a lot. You can't ignore, he does not show up in the big moments. He just he, doesn't. He did it. He, he in finals, he's like pretty much nowhere to be seen. And that's my, that was the deciding factor for me. If he had showed up more in finals and they won them just like they did, I probably would have had number one, even with Messi winning the World Cup. I got swayed so much. I was Holland Ballon d'Or. I got swayed so much that I think Holland is closer to being third than first. That's how I feel now. I feel like, bro, but like when it comes, I feel like it's this is a terrible comparison because Messi's obviously the greatest athlete of all time, but like Messi always got murdered, smoked for not showing up with Argentina, right? Like in 2018, he had 55 goals, 27 assists. But they finished in the round of 16, and he finished fifth in the Ballon d'Or. Fifth. <laughs> fifth. Not fourth. Not not podium. Fifth. And I remember that year, everyone is like, how the hell did Messi finish fifth with being the maximum league goal scorer? Um, Barcelona made the, the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Obviously, he had, a, he had a bad World Cup with Argentina. He finished fifth. Like, I don't think people realize this. And I'm going to do a – we're going to do a TikTok after this, but, like – Bro, the World Cup is so important. Like it's he the biggest did tournament it. in the world. He scored in a goal in every single phase. He almost scored a goal in every single game. Like 
I don't understand how people can sit there and be like, oh, it was rigged. It was rigged. Like, that pass that he had against the Netherlands, rigged. The pass that he had against Mexico, rigged. The goal that he scored against, like, bro, they were literally 0-0 with 20 minutes left against Mexico. They were 20 minutes away from everyone clowning Messi and be like, oh, his legacy's in the mud, this and that. One club player, he can't get it done outside of Barcelona. And now it's like, oh, the World Cup is rigged. Oh, they give it to him. The Qataris give it to him. Like, I'm sorry, man. I'm trying to be as blunt as possible, but a lot of people were saying, listen to this. If France won the World Cup, what would be said about Mbappe? He's in the greatest of all time discussions with two World Cups. So how did it go from greatest of all time discussions to, oh, it's rigged? It, it, I'm sorry. That just can't happen. I Okay, let me ask you this. Who do you think was better in the World Cup overall, Messi or Mbappe? Messi was better, man. I'm sorry. I agree. Like, his I, best game was against Poland, and he didn't even score or assist. Who, I feel like when it so comes what, to the, what was their goal contributions? I know Mbappe had one more goal. How many assists did each have? Do you know? Messi had seven goals and three assists, and Mbappe had eight goals and one assist. If I'm not okay. Because he had one assist Checks against yeah. Murdoch or something. Yeah, I'm, I, I I'm, just, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm really so sorry. I, 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 so I get your argument for if Mbappe won the World Cup, he's your balance. Easily. Easily. But no question about it. I think the one thing I that leads me to kind of be like, really, is let's go to the penalties. Okay. Mbappe makes his. Let's say Mbappe makes his. Let's say Messi makes his. Okay. Then and this is I, I I'm not saying this is how it played out, but let's say they both took the first one for their team and it's one one. They did. Why does three France players missing versus three Argentina players making it make Messi the world Messi the Ballon d'Or versus vice versa? I don't know if that's the right way to look. At it. I, no, I know I, I know what you're trying to say, but like <clears throat> it's just it's just the way the cards play. In 2006. See, and, and I think listen, it's in, un, and, No, I know you're about to get it, history. It's but I think history. I mean, listen, listen, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it in the TikTok. We'll talk about it in the TikTok. But it's just the World Cup holds so much weight. Because prior to this, people were saying that he couldn't get it done with Argentina. Once he got it done with Argentina, what was everyone saying? Oh, it's just a seven-game tournament. Not trying to be biased. Cristiano Ronaldo came out and said. I hope it's me that checkmates Messi in the final. He was more worried about playing Messi in the final than he was about trying to win the World Cup for Portugal. Like, that was his obsession. It's still his obsession. It's going to continue to be his obsession. It's, I'm not trying to slander um, Ronaldo, but it's just the truth. But, like, people don't realize how much weight that shit holds, dude. Like, you're immortal forever. You have a star on your... Let me put it to you this way. If Christian Pulisic or... Well, <laughs> if Timothy, if Timothy Weah, if Timothy Weah scored, let's say thirty goals and fifteen assists, he won the he won the um, the Premier League or the League One or hopefully he's at a bigger team in the future, and USA won the World Cup, and he scored let's say six goals to put a, a good number instead of like ten, would you be advocating for Timothy Weah to win the World Cup because USA won the first World Cup because it's the first time they reached the final and everything? So, I think context matters, obviously, like. If let's say that if his stats and his overall performance wasn't as good as another player, then I'd probably still say no. Honestly, if he had a fantastic, and, and, and why I'm why I still do have Messi as the Ballon d'Or winner 
is because his performance was better than everyone else. But that's what I'm saying. So, like nobody won a World Cup playing at the level that. And I, and that's why I agree. I do have. I just don't know if I fully agree with your logic of. Oh, this ran this teammate. Let me okay. Let me let me put it to you this way. Let me put it to you this way. If Messi won the treble, like Holland did, and and Norway won the World Cup, who do you think should deserve the Ballon d'Or? And they both played how good they played. Like yes, probably Messi still. Honestly, that's just me. I I disagree because I I because because in that because in that scenario in that scenario Messi still did outplay Holland. It's just it's different to compare because like like bro, Messi set the standards so high that every single player is ass. Like that's how bad it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this has been fun. Um, like I said, Lionel Messi, Kylian Mbappe, Erling Haaland, Rodrigo Hernandez Cascantes, and Kevin De Bruyne. And Eric, you have Lionel Messi, yeah, Erling Haaland, Kylian Mbappe, Mbappe, Vinicius, Vinicius and KDB. All right. Well, there we have it. Um. It was a little different there. I like how I was a little different. Just a little it's, bit. It's close. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been everything for the special episode. Remember to tune in Monday, October 30th. This has been fun. I, I love talking about footy. I'm glad I got Eric on board with this sport. But Eric, thank you for another great episode. And I'll see you soon for NBA previews. Sir, can't wait. Yes, man. sir. It'll be fun. Yes, sir. We'll do.